You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. It's Amanda Bones. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, episode 53. It's going to be the last one of the year for us. And we're kind of back, but not really. <laughs> kind of, but we're back for like the briefest of moments. Yeah. Just don't get too excited. Yeah. Um, but like, this is. This was originally supposed to be a different special episode, but it's still special. Yes, it's special to us. It's special because I got to take Ashley to her first GCW event. It was the most fun ever. I feel like now would have been a good time for your fucking soundboard. <laughs> yeah. I I think I took the app off my phone because I was just annoying literally everyone in my life. The cats, boyfriend, people at work. (laughs) Well, I loved it. So if it ever comes back, I won't be upset. Um, So we went to GCW Blood on the Hills on Friday. Yeah. We had big, ambitious dreams to go to the show. Yes. And then go to In-N-Out and record live minutes after the show. Um, But you know, when you're in your mid-30s, you get tired. (laughs) I was so tired. We got home at like, what, 1.30 in the morning in the a.m. And I don't think I've stayed up or been out that late in a very long time. So um, it was, hey, let's eat some food and try to go to bed because I was very tired but honestly um yeah so this was my first GCW event this is my first also my first indie wrestling event so um yeah big shocker there Ashley's never been to an indie wrestling event only you know the sterile environment of WWE (laughs) and I had probably the best night I've ever had in a like ever it was so much fun it in was... so many different ways. I had a blast. It was <laughs> amazing. We had a great time. Yes. Also, I forgot that Ashley's been to shows and stuff with me. So there's just an unspoken, like, weave through the crowd, get to a good place. Yeah. No communication needed. We literally, yeah, we do have this like weird bond where it's just like, oh, I'm just going to walk and you know to follow me or I know to follow you. Yeah. And like, there's no need to like figure out what we're doing. It's just like, oh, okay. We just know. And so that's always really nice because, but that also takes years to develop. (laughs) Yeah. This has been over the course of time growing up growing up at chain reaction yes or the glass house (laughs) that was real fun to just kind of know that what we needed to do 
it it feels so different if you've never been to an indie wrestling event oh my god it the the feel of it is so different um it feels alive yes like everyone is so high energy everyone is so I mean aside from one person who I will call out later um (laughs) my favorite thing the entire I know who it is (laughs) um but yeah the crowd feels alive everyone in that building just feels there's like this weird sense of like camaraderie Mm -hmm. and like togetherness I don't know why I get all like weirdly sappy over it but yeah I just felt yeah yeah like cool I don't know you but sure little white boy next to me let's like freaking dance to this entrance music like that was hilarious (laughs) I the one thing I regret is that we didn't get tacos (laughs) yeah also tacos during a death match I don't think that's ever a good idea but go off (laughs) that was we just kept seeing people walk by with plates of tacos plates of tacos and people Um, during a death match I mean I mean I feel like I could have done it I was all hopped up on that bang energy drink oh yeah so to start it off me and Amanda sat in the parking lot of this fucking parking structure chugged energy drinks one each (laughs) and fucking lost our minds my face was vibrating <laughs> almost immediately. Yeah, it was a good time. And that's when you knew that the whole night was going to kick off. Um, at the, where is it? The Ukrainian cultural, cultural center. center in LA. Um, their kind of backstage areas literally faces the parking lot. Yep. So the first thing we see is half-naked Matt Cardona just standing there. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of a like, Oh, okay. We were a little late because traffic and everything. I mean, it's LA on a Friday. So of course there's going to be some amount of traffic. going to be dumb shit. Yeah. Um, but I felt, I think the thing I liked about it too, is it didn't feel like, I didn't feel that there was pressure to have to rush to get there immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it did take a little bit to get in, but I know that things were delayed and uh we did miss the first match which was the um the scramble match we can blame that on me not putting my vaccination card in my fucking purse it was okay like we didn't know what was going on the the rules weren't really clear yeah um I even got an email like the day of and it was like remember your tickets but it didn't really say anything about what was needed to get in and then I found it hilarious that the guy gave you my wristband as I walked away yeah yeah it was like like, here's her wristband because you know she's gonna be back and tell the truth but you couldn't have just given it to me (laughs) whatever yeah anyway um that's on that oh really quick I will say this again I know I said it the last time I went to a GCW thing um I'm just thankful that they are doing this at a venue in LA that has a fucking parking structure. Yeah. It's, it's literally probably the only reason I am so happy to go and so willing to go. Um, yeah. Cause parking in 100%. LA is like disgusting and gives me so much anxiety and I already have so much anxiety, 
this was like, oh, here you go. Here's a nice, lovely little parking spot for you. Yeah, I appreciate greatly as a female with parking anxiety. I would just say anxiety in general, not just parking. I know how to park just fine. I just don't want to have to look for it in a city that I already don't like. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so the next match was Brody King PCO uh, versus um, the Briscoes to for the sorry I can't talk right now for the GCW tag team champions my favorite one of my favorite quotes from Amanda of the night is just looking at that man will get you pregnant (laughs) in regards to Brody King this is Amanda's first time like really seeing Brody King yeah I've heard his name um but I hadn't actually like done any research or looked into any of his matches or anything so we rolled in and I saw him and I was like Oh, this is Brody King. And then he gave me the lovely information that he's headed to AEW as Malachi Black's tag team partner. Yeah. So like, that's going to be the new sickest fucking kids on the block. And he just like, okay. So uh, as if you are a listener of the show knows, (laughs) um, your girl loves Jerry Lynn. (laughs) I love Jerry Lynn. (laughs) There's one person I love. It's fucking Jerry Lynn. Um, Jerry Lynn does this thing. He he likes to tap his head that has blood on it or tap someone else's head that has blood on it and write <laughs> die on his tummy. <laughs> on his tummy. So during the match at some point, I mean, this again, this is called Blood on the Hills and they really delivered. They uh, did. Brody King, there is a door. There is a white door. There's a lot mm-hmm. of these doors as well. Um, there was a white door and Brody King proceeded to take his his head blood and write die on it. And I was like, you sweet, sweet man, just, you know, <laughs> honoring my beloved Jerry Lynn. So good on you, bro. It was pretty fantastic. There were chairs. There were doors. So this is like the first match that we walked into because we missed the scramble. And like within seconds somebody was bleeding yeah yeah <laughs> so I was like, this is the energy we like from gcw just straight into the blood immediately <laughs> yeah let's get let's get this fucking party started mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pco is i need to look up how old pco is <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want to say he looks old because that sounds rude but he does look like an older gentleman uh he still has it though he was all over that fucking ring pco is 53 okay but he has been wrestling as long as we have been alive i took a sip of water right when she said that and i almost spit it out damn so the dude is like (laughs) had his fucking tag team partner chop him in the chest a bunch of times a, a lot of times it and hurt. It very loud it hurt it hurt me from where i was sitting it was very loud it was insane um i'm not the biggest fan of the briscoes they have said some shit that's not in my you know I don't know how to say it politely, but <laughs> anyway, um, they did good. They, they it was a fun match. 
yeah, they were energetic. It was fun. They still hold the title. Yeah, they won. I just really liked seeing Brody King. Holy shit. That was super fun. It was for the first match for us to walk into. I think like we crushed it. Oh yeah. 100%. It was, it was like, it was like, oh, okay. I'm meant to be here. I, that's the feeling I got like the second I walked in. I'm like, oh, this is okay. This is where I'm supposed to be. Great. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. Yeah. I don't remember the order of how things went. So oh, you'll, I got that call. for you. Next, I know who wrestled. <laughs> next is, um, so to our, um, kind of in front of us and to our left were these boys that literally danced every single time there was time. some kind of hip-hop entrance music and nick wayne had this song and this white boy just danced so much and it was very silly anyway um they were very drunk they had buckets of beer they had buckets literal <laughs> buckets of beer um so nick wayne came out He's so small. I think the last, not small. He's very skinny. He's very tall, but very skinny. Um, And I like his pants because they have a little broken heart on the butt or whatever. But uh, I think that I looked up last time that you went to GCW was his first like real match match. I feel like that could be true. But he's really good. Yeah, he was great. He has great energy. The flow's really good with this guy. He's all over the place as far as like ropes, turnbuckle, flips. Yeah. Like he's and really good. So he he was it was him versus Tony Deppin. I fucking hate Tony Deppin. Apparently everyone hates Tony Deppin. Um, I just bandwagoned so hard and was just like fuck Tony Deppin. Yeah. <laughs> Because literally that entire room was yelling, fuck Tony Deppin. <laughs> it was fuck Tony Deppin. Fuck you, Tony. Yes. I saw his butt, which I didn't need to see his butt. He is gross. And I told Amanda this is like, I think that this, the thing I don't like about him is he's every dude I probably would have dated in high school. 100%. And it sickens me. <laughs> it's the sick. Um, no, he's just kind of gross like I understand it's it's all an act whatever but he's so fucking cocky and I hate it <laughs> I mean there are some wrestlers that pull off that cocky attitude very very well and it works for them but with Tony Deppin it's just you stay over there yeah he's just a <laughs> shithead but his match with um Nick Wayne I think I thought they did really well together they really played off each other. And also Nick Wayne started bleeding at some point. I think every match had blood. Yeah, every truly. Um, really went for the whole blood on the hills thing. <laughs> this is when there was some girl in the crowd. This is when she really started to take off. She was. Okay, I don't know if you actually got to see her. I didn't. Okay. She was seriously like five foot nothing. Mm-hmm little tiny glasses on her little tiny face she she was okay I don't want to say she was loud because I think it's more than that the frequency in which her voice travels was like so cutting you heard her every time she said something which was the entire show (laughs) I 
I was yelling a lot because this was my first indie show and I'm going to scream fuck you Tony Depp and as much as I can um and I was a little hoarse the next day I can't Mm -hmm. imagine that poor girl I wouldn't even be surprised if her voice was unfazed. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's just there. It's just used to it now. She but was just, it was so loud. Jesus. She was screaming for Nick Wayne. She was just like, she was just going off. I, I don't know how Tony Deppin won. He did. Yeah. It's whatever. It was a thing. And then he took off, whatever. Bye, Tony Deppin. You're disgusting. <laughs> get out of here we're done with you <laughs> all my friends hate tony depp <laughs> <laughs> at least the good ones know to hate tony Deppin. yeah fuck tony depp uh, <laughs> weirdly smack dab in the middle of this is you what i would consider the fucking main event but here we are yeah it was bussy and the cardona's oh god and all right yeah just okay i know that you told me that chelsea green is from canada but she just gives me such major 909 vibes and i know that that's not going to make sense to everybody that listens i know it's really truly only going to make sense for like the people that live in orange county or la that listen to the podcast but in the scene from the lion king when Mufasa is explaining to Simba, everything the light touches is ours. And then he's like, well, what's that dark area over there? And it's like, you don't fucking go there. That's the 909 for people in Orange County. Yeah. I don't know if LA is as hard about it as we are, but I know Orange County people just stay the fuck away from 909. <laughs> it's just the, it's just the certain thing about them. Yeah, it's just, I don't even know how to describe it, but she just gave me such bad 909 vibes. So even though I did not know anything about her, I immediately was just like, I'm not rooting for this person. And your tag team is fucking Cardona. So no, you're yeah, out. Like, it's your husband, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, no, thanks. Ew, and they made out. Like, yeah. At one point, it was like, ew, like, are like, the streets okay? Stop it. uh, it's like don't do that in the ring it's the yucky. only person i want to see kiss somebody in the ring is effie so stop 100 which we got we did we did get we did get um <laughs> which was wonderful unexpected but wonderful um yeah matt cardona was a shade of burnt orange that i've never <laughs> seen before he was straight up auditioning for oompa loompa status and i don't know if anyone else could tell us why they have an al or a malachi black eye oh yeah i didn't understand that like what do we what do we why why are we doing i got to flip matt cardona also was my favorite thing that happened that night (laughs) Um, yeah and and ali and effie came out to to wop and that was amazing Mm mm-hmm it was a great match. It was wonderful. Um, you know, Bussy won, so that's all that As they should. Was. And also, like, it was, I thought Allie did great. I thought Effie did amazing. And we got some amazing moves. Somehow, Chelsea ended up bleeding, too. Which I don't understand, because nothing really happened to that chick. 
Uh, she did get hit in the face with something though. Oh, maybe I missed that part. I must have like yeah. blinked. Well, the the thing that does suck about this is um, and uh, big shout outs to whoever was next to us. Apparently, it was some famous guy, but we don't know who he was. I don't know if you're in a band, sir. We were trying to deduce who you are. All I could tell was that like you're a big fan of Cleveland. You have tattoos. Um, you're very nice. You also like to dance to entrance music, but anyway, yes. um, after like six white claws. <laughs> but so the thing that sucks is like basically we're if you're in, if you're a little bit towards the back, the way that perspective works is you're kind of end up you kind of end up level with the ring. Yes. So when she goes down on the other side or like, you know, goes on other parts of the friggin' building, you can't see what's happening. So this man would help hold up his phone for us short girls who Which was so nice. <laughs> it was like having a little jumbotron. It was so nice. Even yeah. the chick next to us was just like, fuck yes, thank you, dude. Yeah. So nice. So nice of him. Um, really sweet. But yeah, so it had some incredible moves. Um, we'll be posting like a bunch of videos and stuff over the next couple of days. So look out for those. I've gone TikTok crazy. So look <laughs> out for my, my masterpieces if they don't get freaking taken down. One's already gone taken down twice today. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah. So do you have anything else to... Fin- oh we just kept talking about Allie's butt sorry Allie no offense well I'm I don't want to say I'm justified in how many pictures I got um one that's just where she chose to stand um yeah she was on our side so can't help that you chose to stand on our corner of the turnbuckle also I am also a woman with a dump truck ass so I feel like there's just a kinship there yeah <laughs> like the best okay so there's two moves that i want to talk about within this match the best one was ally catch putting her legs over cardona's shoulders and just like oh pussy yeah. down onto the mat yes. that was amazing 100 <laughs> and then effie did like a variation of an over the rainbow he had like matt matt on one side and chelsea on the yeah other. And then just like fucking flipped him off the ropes. It was awesome. So those were like two phenomenal moments in them. Yeah. Um, I feel like Allie Catch also took one of the Cardona's things and used it against them. Against them, which well, was I, I know Allie did a um, Allie did her pile driver, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. It was just it was every once in a while I felt like Cardona got a little aggressive with Allie and I was like very aggressive with Allie and I did not like it I was ready to like bro fucking he kept calling her bitch too and I'm like ew I don't like I don't like hearing that word out of your mouth sir (laughs) (laughs) you're like some people it's totally acceptable from you stop using that word yeah yeah dude you like flipped her over his entire fucking length yeah. And she hit the fucking mat so hard. Yeah. I was a little it made me nervous. Yeah, I was a little worried for a second. Um, don't fucking hurt Allie Catch will kill you. 
<laughs> and how Chelsea ended up being the one that bled. I'm like, okay, girl, whatever. I think that's the funniest thing. Of all the people that fucking bled, it was Chelsea. the one that wrestled the least. <laughs> yeah, I'm and calling her out. Shots fired. <laughs> I'm for it. She really didn't wrestle that much. Like, let's be real. It's you know, fun. her like nickname is the hot mess, right? No, that's so not allowed. That's so not allowed. That's my fucking that. handle. That's, <laughs> That's my fucking handle. Don't you take my handle. What a bitch. Oh, I didn't. I know she didn't. Do oh, wow. I didn't really. She was that much younger than us. Was she 12? No, but she's um, <laughs> 22. No, she's only th- she's 30, but I thought oh, she okay. was like. I thought she was like 35. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry this isn't the chelsea green shit talking my bad (laughs) i'm okay with it (laughs) okay next match also can i can i briefly say though just to break kayfabe for just a quick hot minute Uh oh let's do this break it i swear to god the next person who says that like this is matt cardona's fall from grace i'm going to slant like I'm going to slam your face into a wall. This man looked beyond happy to be there. He looked like yes. he was having the time of his life. He looked like he was, he loves his fucking little heel persona that he's made. So for anybody to talk shit about, oh, this is what fucking Zack Ryder's doing now. He has made this his own. And I think he's having the time of his life. And I think everyone else can fucking he looked like he was having a blast yeah like even all the videos i saw afterwards like he i think he's just embracing the heel the rivalry between him and he is so fucking ridiculous it is hot fire i love the videos (laughs) the way that they go back and forth on twitter is one of my favorite things ever for sure everyone just stop just chill out so it's gonna be okay touch grass it's fine Touch grass. Go rebond yourself to Mother Earth. <laughs> I'm also gonna go off in the next match too. Oh shit! I have things to say. I can't wait. What's the next match? The next match is um Jonathan Gresham versus AJ. Oh. Okay, I thought this was a good one. Yeah, for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Which I mean, I'm personally an AJ Gray fan because I have seen him wrestle. Yeah, I don't I know anything about Gresham, so like, we are AJ Gray fans in this house. Okay, good. I'm glad I chose the right side. Yeah, we we love and support AJ Gray in this home. Um, I want to point out something that I noticed and I did not like. Uh oh, tell me. The crowd got real fucking quiet during this match. It did, and I don't. I know why and I don't like why, but like really people really because this was a little ridiculous. You have this two a great match. You have two of like the best black wrestlers in the game and the crowd was like fucking quiet. People were on their phones. People like and then people also didn't have their phones out recording half as much as they did for anything else. This like, is true. It was pissing me off. I'm like, you guys are missing this like fucking 
amazing match. This is for the Ring of Honor World Championship. This is like a title that technically shouldn't even exist anymore because of like the shit that's going down with Ring of Honor. True. It was pissing me off. Like I was getting a little mad because I thought like the whole thing with AJ and like being so disrespectful to Jonathan Gresham the whole time would not shake his hand, kept like, like fucking with him that way. It was amazing. (laughs) And, and Gresham kept trying to shake his hand, trying to shake his hand. And he just wouldn't. And like, I don't know. I didn't like it. It was rude. And I had totally forgotten that this match was for a belt. It was for a whole ass belt. I was still screaming at AJ I mean, Gray together. I mean, it was aggressively screaming at AJ yeah. Gray. Cause I re- like, I just really enjoy AJ Gray and his wrestling style. I've yeah. seen him. This was the second time I've seen his match live, but I've seen, like, I've seen recorded matches from him. He's a fun ass wrestler. I like what he does. And like seeing Gresham for the first time was awesome. He's very technical. Mm-hmm. which makes sense considering like size wise, I would be technical too. Um, but yeah, like I get it. I was pissed at how, how fucking quiet the crowd got, which I don't know. Do I want to be pissed for too long about it? No, because it probably means that AJ Gray heard my screaming at him. Yeah. <laughs> well, true. There is that, but also like, I just, I find that shit so infuriating. Like you can't give these people, um, the respect that they deserve like i don't understand (sighs) we could sound off for a very long time yeah this is i don't know this is shitty they're great wrestlers put your phones down unless you're going to record i don't know like be present yeah give them the same amount of attention that you give everybody else seriously it was really bothering me um because they put on a great show they did I Gresham won, right? He retained yeah. title. Okay. Yeah. And so um <sighs> I love that AJ Grace still did not shake his hand. Oh the- my <laughs> god. And that was the fucking best part was like he went to go pretend to shake his hand and then like tried to like fake punch him and then just laughed <laughs> and walked out of the ring and I was like, AJ, oh my God. And you're okay, so bad. So we all know I like a sportsmanship dude but this was fucking phenomenal i loved it i love that he was yeah. not gonna shake that man's hand to save his life we also <laughs> love a shithead heel in this house except for tony deppin we just don't line it tony fuck tony deppin yeah he um, even has a great name to say the word fuck in front of huh yeah yeah it, it just flows it, just, it, just goes. it flows so well um he needs t-shirts we should let's be oh my can we really quickly sidebar on merchandise i want to make down so we remember i want to make so many fucking t-shirts for the wrestlers i feel like they all need better shirts merchandising for wrestlers is not as up to par as i would like it to be at least indie wrestlers there's a few of them that are of course standouts that have amazing amazing shit Um. um Lee Moriarty hello he makes all his own shit so yeah there's just looking over at the merch table I was a a little sad that nothing was jumping out at me that I needed to buy and I just feel like 
I don't know, my head just kind of calculates and makes this shit and puts it out. So I'm like, you should be doing this. Tony Deppin should have a fuck Tony Deppin shirt. I wonder if he does. If he does, then there was also just not that much merch. There really wasn't. Which made me sad. I was really hoping that Bussy or Ali Catch was going to have a California only thing because they had briefly mentioned it, but it did not happen. Yeah, people just come to California and forget that we are a thing. So we like t shirts too. Oh, he has a shirt that says, I hate Tony Deppin. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> but he also has like a fucking bad brains shirt too. Oh. And you know what? I. Someone once said that he is the hotter version of Chuck Taylor, and that is... That's offensive. Everybody shut up. <laughs> There's no fucking way. I can't believe someone that came out of someone's mouth. Well, not only that, but, like, Chuck Taylor is endearing and, dare I say, much taller, and... <laughs> and endearing. Piece of garbage. Um. Anyway, so... <laughs> Give your fucking respect to black wrestlers. I I can't. It was making me so mad. It was oh, at we, this time that I also noticed. I know. <laughs> We'd be staying loud over here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was just real mad. Real mad. Um. Oh, is this our sad boy moment? <laughs> I was trying to remember when exactly I noticed it, but I think I started noticing it after the Tony Deppin match. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, there's some LA locals that are on some bigger shows <laughs> that were in the crowd. <laughs> one, one happened to be <laughs> pretty Peter Avalon. <laughs> laughing because, pretty Peter, are you okay? Are you all right? You look like the saddest boy that ever lived. He, this, <laughs> oh my. this man looked so sad the entire show. He was either on his phone or just had the most distraught face I've ever seen. And <laughs> I am not one to go up to someone ever. And I, so I was not going to go up to him. I just <laughs> really wanted to make sure that he was okay. Because my new favorite meme is just sad boy Peter Avalon. I can't wait to see the amount of memes that come out of you based solely on that picture you got. <laughs> I I wanted to take more photos, but I didn't want to be a full creep. But yeah, like it was it was making me laugh every single time I would look over because he was basically diagonal from us up on the stage. And so anytime I went to go look at the ring, I saw him in my line of sight and he just had the most depressed look on his face. So (laughs) I just wanted to give him a hug, but you know, I wasn't going to. Um, (laughs) Okay. So next we have Blake Christian and Alex Zane. As two people who I wasn't really a big fan of, like not to say I wasn't a big fan of, but maybe just weren't ever really on my radar, so to speak. Um, I wasn't into them when they were still in the indies. Definitely didn't. You 
were watching NXT, I think, when they were kind of on, but I think that Blake Christian was still really in developmental and Alex had only had maybe one or two matches. Yeah, both of them didn't, I don't want to say didn't last long on NXT, but it was fairly short-lived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, holy shit. These dudes are fun. And their entrance music were adorable because one was Data Remember, right? Yeah. Alex Zane came out to a Data Remember, I think. Um, Alex Zane? I was so happy only because I have chosen a Data Remember as my entrance music 20 fucking times. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody just gets it. (laughs) It finally happened. Alex Zane is kind of babely. Mm. was it the orange studded belt was the orange studded belt that did it for me i figured it would be although blake christian's curly hair is the cutest thing in the entire world (laughs) i kept doing this when we got in the car but that man makes so many noises when he (laughs) he like (laughs) he's just a very loud wrestler he is he makes a lot of noises there's a lot of like anyway but it was like it it works it's fine i i i mean i love that sometimes we're on the same wavelength because um they kept doing this thing where they would almost like wrestle off so they would like do their crazy battle moves and then like stop each other Mm -hmm. like stare longingly into each other's eyes (laughs) And they kept doing that until like like the third time. And I could feel you behind me. (laughs) And I turn around and I go, I want them to kiss. And you go, I almost yelled it, but I didn't think it would go over well. (laughs) That's right. Because there was just this moment that they were so close to each other. I seriously thought they were going to kiss. They should have kissed. They should have. It would have just heightened everything. <laughs> they could have kissed and it would have been a beautiful moment. <laughs> Something for the ages. Yes. But these two were phenomenal. They were all over the goddamn place. They were in the crowd. They were in the ring. They were on the ropes. They were, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Good energies. Very good energies. It was really fun to watch, like super, super fun to watch them. Um, I can't wait to see them again. Um, mm-hmm. at the end, Blake Christian won. Oh, they also like went all over the place. They were up on like the bar. They yeah. were just all over the fucking place. Um, that was kind of the fun thing too. Again, like we couldn't really see, but then they got back in the ring. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see them again. I know that Blake Christian said he wants to, his poor mic wasn't working. <laughs> it was he so was funny. Trying to cut like the most insane promo. He was trying to be so heartfelt and like really call out Jonathan Gresham, but his fucking mic work. wasn't working. <laughs> it was it so, so bad. Like, I know that like it was a semi serious moment with him trying to call them out, but. But the microphone malfunctioning just kept making me laugh so hard. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Blake Christian called out Jonathan Gresham and said, hey, I want that belt. Um, Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see Blake Christian versus Jonathan Gresham. I don't know 
Hammerstein Ballroom, I think, is when that one happens. So nowhere near us. That's not true. Yeah. Which we'll even see if that happens because that's New York and New York's basically overrun with COVID right now. Yeah, it is. Hot bed. Um, <laughs> our next match was fucking absolutely, absolutely insane. Is it the match that I think it is? Yeah. <laughs> it's the start of our night, Amanda. <laughs> the start of our evening. Um, so this was... Um, Jacob Fatu against Matthew Justice. Yeah, this fucking match. <laughs> this fucking guy. So um, from from the first GCW event, no signal in the hills. Um, I remember recording and saying that I do not appreciate this entrance music. I know that everyone fucking loves it the minute it starts playing but I just feel like at this point in time, change your fucking entrance music. Yeah. So <laughs> this guy comes out and he's very beloved by the LA wrestling community. And yeah, I'm just, over just here, a little. I'm over here flipping the guy off and giving fuck yous and change your goddamn music. Um, <laughs> and I am like alone on an island about this. <laughs> Nobody else seems to agree with me, which is fine, which is fine. So I was rooting for Fatu, but everybody else was rooting for Matthew Justice. Yeah, everyone, 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 everyone loved Matthew Justice. Except for me. <laughs> and that's where the story turned. <laughs> And that's um, where we take a turn into the fucking crazy life that we so, live. <laughs> but Jacob Fatu is like, he's a fucking heel, man. Like he, oh, he's telling people he would fuck their girlfriend and like grabbing his balls and like, bro. <laughs> oh my God. Like the man was out of control. I fucking liked it. <laughs> I thought it was, I mean, it was pretty aggressive, but um, like I got a kick out of the whole thing. I was laughing the whole time. I didn't hear, but apparently he said he's the head of the table, which I thought was so funny. <gasps> Ooh, Roman Reigns is going to find out. You better acknowledge him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just like going off. Um, That's funny as fuck. <laughs> this, oh my God. There is- thought- had a buddy and I yeah. didn't know his name but I his the, name too. the buddy never left no he kind of like stalked the ring the whole time the whole he was very time. scary his yeah he was like genuine fear was happening for sure <laughs> yeah so at one point like um this match got pretty bloody um when they were in the crowd like 90% of the time yeah yeah there's a great photo that Amanda has that I can't wait to post. I really, I just want to post this photo fucking everywhere. Um, <laughs> but at one point, the guys next to us, um, there was a door and unfortunately it was on our side. I could see past it. I think you could see past it, like on the other side. Yeah. Like they couldn't because they were like smack. At this point, they were kind of like right smack dab in front of me. Mm-hmm. um 
And one of the guys just was making me laugh because he's like, can you open the door? (laughs) (laughs) The door was set up for so long while they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do with the door. Um, Matthew Justice at one point sat his chair down and he like put another chair. He's like, come sit with me. Come sit with me. I'm like, what is happening? Um, He brought his shirt that had... uh, Mance Warner on it so he brought his friend who's currently hurt which I'm like that's kind of adorable (laughs) you bring your buddy but yeah this match got out of hand that man was bleeding so much he he took he took a lot of chair shots yeah dude there were so many chair hits to the head and I was like god dude they fucking sound so loud in there too oh my god the smack it's so loud. There were so many chairs. They kept pulling doors out and using them for different things. They were in the crowd, like running from the ring, jumping into the crowd, fucking slamming each other on the ground. Yeah. Full flips, was- busting through tables, tables getting like in pieces and then getting hit with the pieces of the of the mm-hmm. door. I keep calling it a table, it's a door. Um, <laughs> just like pieces of things getting thrown around. Um, at one point, Matthew Justice ended up next to us mm-hmm. on, the on the floor, bleeding profusely, holding from a beer. And I'm like, how did Somebody you end up with this? the beer? Huh? Somebody handed him the beer. Oh, that's funny. They were uh, like, get this man a beer and then like a beer randomly appeared from somebody's hand and that's when i got the fucking picture that was it was so great this man looks pitiful but also hilarious laying on the floor just like sweaty and bloody holding a beer looking up at amanda just dying um (laughs) this i guess it ended up a no contest because technically shit goes sideways um the match didn't really end because well they they knocked out matthew and then i'm trying to like vaguely remember someone went after okay so starboy charlie was there starboy charlie mm-hmm. oh that's calling right. him oh, sad boy charlie starboy <laughs> charlie was on stage and he has a broken leg. And then they grab Starboy and pull him into the ring. And then his apparently, I thought that it was that one girl, Denise or whatever, who's the ring announcer. Apparently, it was, yeah. it was his mom. They grabbed his mom. Oh. And pulled his mom in with him. Oh. And so he was in the ring and they were like beating the shit out of him in the ring with his mom and then that big guy landed on him and then brett came out and like all hell broke loose and they were like all fighting and shit was going sideways and they were trying to get everyone out of there it was just like a fucking crazy escapade that went too far and that's how that match ended (laughs) that's literally how i remember it ending yeah i remember yeah like they just i don't it all just got very muddied for a second there Starboy was in the ring the fatus were in the ring matthew justice is somewhere like i don't know it was all over the place yeah 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 (laughs) it was it was weird for Uh, sure yeah um 
so then we took a little break there was an intermission we got to hang out and see um friend of the show bradley yeah it was so nice it was rad seeing bradley he's always fun yeah and we just got to like chit chat wrestling which seriously people if you ever see me and ashley or one of us solo like 100 please talk to us about wrestling we love that shit yeah, and we had stickers with us, which ended up being a great idea just to like mm-hmm. way to go, uh, Ashley. Thank you. Um, we made <laughs> friends with the girl next to us and we gave her some stickers. Um, so if you're listening, hi, we, we thought you were wonderful and lovely. Um yes, you were phenomenal. <laughs> thanks for being our wrestling friend for the night. Uh yeah, just like I just I just really liked it. The inner even the intermission was fun, just hanging out and talking wrestling and um oh i got a picture with brody king during the oh my god during the intermission yeah oh my god amanda got a picture with brody king and because i just loved it because you were like i don't know i don't know if i can make it i'm like there's chairs next to us there was no one sitting in the chairs at the time because everyone went that was in the chairs it's all the sign seating so they all went out to like take a smoke break or get some air or whatever yeah and then we're gonna come back in so I'm like, just sneak around the little chairs and go, go get it. Go get them. I have to say, so there were like a huddle of dudes around Brody King mm-hmm. while I was making my way up there. And this one like very big dude was just like, um, like kind of moving the dudes out of the way and being like, hey dudes, like let the girl through, like give her a chance. It's her turn, which yeah. was so nice. And yeah. then- um one of the guys putting together the barbed wire ring was like brody two minutes you gotta move and so he started to pack up and i was like can i have a selfie really quick (laughs) please please and he was like okay yeah really quick let's do this and then so i got my selfie it was so fun it was so nice and And then i I thanked like all the dudes that let me get that it's the cutest picture even though he's bleeding it's so adorable i love the picture so much it's so cute (laughs) It's definitely a cute one. Um, There's some good ones. (laughs) So, yeah, the last match was the fucking no rope barbed wire match. Um, I don't know how to, is it, is it Cougar or Coger? I think it's Coger. Okay. Little Atticus, little baby Atticus came out like a damn spaceman. (laughs) He, he. He looked like 1970s space movies. He <laughs> was wearing silver pants. Yes. Silver jacket. And then he took with suspenders. With silver suspenders. <laughs> and his horns. And his little horns. Um <clears throat> Jordan Oliver. I don't know. Sir. What was going on? He looked like a World War II injured soldier <laughs> i he had he had an eye patch he had an eye patch that was it, ended up covering was, both eyes but it wasn't like a pirate eye patch no it was, like, it was like a wrap like an ace bandage eye patch or something yeah, it was an it was a a head wound covering <laughs> but it was like, weird I guess good on you, because, like, if anything happens, you're covered. 
but then it ended up falling off and we couldn't find it yeah then it ended up, yeah just not doing well um his hair is something else too because it's shaved but he also has braids i don't know yeah he did have like little french braids huh yeah i forgot about that part he also had like something around his wrists that came off i think it was more bandage he was just very that's where they hide the blades man the blades um i'm just wondering like if you're already so injured maybe you shouldn't be wrestling no that's just tape no but the head fucking no that was just for funsies that's for fun (laughs) we're gonna go with a new gimmick tonight world war ii fucking hero yeah it was a look um it was a look that's for sure it was interesting so yeah my uh, baby's first death match um (laughs) it was some parts were hard to watch It, it definitely made my stomach hurt um we actually had a really nice talk with bradley right before Mm-hmm. about death matches and how um why it's different than like say ufc and boxing and stuff um and my argument always is is like there's i don't like watching boxing i don't like watching ufc because like you can see the anger behind things um, yeah like, in some cases i'm sure not all cases but a lot of times you can see the anger behind it um this i don't think you can see the anger i think it's more you can see the art behind it or the love the passion yeah. for it behind it they do it because they love it um this yeah it's hard to watch a man get thrown through barbed wire i'm i'm okay so like i cringed okay so in the scope of death matches this was not the gnarliest not by any means no so i think that's why it was like okay like yes seeing the dudes rip themselves off of the barbed wire was icky (laughs) um but it's still like it was still fucking rad as shit and there was a lot of like like throwing the dude to the wire and then them stopping short so they weren't going to get into it it was super fun like i really enjoyed those moments (laughs) yeah yeah, and then the um, when the yeah, girl doors and when, shares this one, yeah. Oh my God, there was fucking barbed wire, barbed wire wrapped chairs. <laughs> oh and, fuck! Yes, yeah. I that. <laughs> and there was those little skewers. Also, people don't people in in LA or for whatever reason in that crowd do not like Ohio they don't but i like 440 so fuck all (laughs) y'all i did my little 440 my little um i love ricky shane page everybody can f themselves even though i don't think he's part of well i think he's still in 440 but i just don't understand the whole like ohio hatred it's just another state like whatever i don't know anyway um i think they just don't like the guy until like fuck ohio and it's like that's not <laughs> nice other people live there <laughs> john moxley's from ohio you gonna say that to john moxley no buddy sure who does maybe huh there's probably like one person that says something um uh there was little <laughs> skewers i don't like that Oh, I must have missed the skewer somehow. Yeah, if he it was on, he it was really quick when it happened, and it didn't like land like 
it didn't go over there right yeah it was in his mouth too and i couldn't tell if it was like a stapler or i saw the lighter fluid first yeah because atticus like moved the the t-shirt or whatever that was hiding it and then um (laughs) and then i don't not everybody saw it so like you and i saw it we were like oh (laughs) yeah i was like oh shit it's lighter fluid time and then we had a door set up happen so it was like oh okay so then he like had a stick and of oh, a t-shirt and he lit the t-shirt on fire using the lighter fluid and then he blew it at the door and lit the door on fire we're inside a building <laughs> but i have to say it seemed fairly controlled given how much fucking gasoline fluid he used yeah so I don't know. It seemed I was surprised at like how contained it was. True. Yeah. And then so they tried to flip one another onto the door. Didn't work the first time. <laughs> wow. While it was on fire. <laughs> and they like crashed the bottom part of the door, but they didn't get the actual fire part. So then they tried again, but the fire had gone out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, it, I think it's like it ended slightly after that, right? Yeah. After that it was fucking basically over yeah they they rubbed each other's faces in the barbed wire and then it was over and Atticus won um it was a good match it was definitely good for my first death match I don't think I could have taken much more (laughs) you don't was during your death match (laughs) I just couldn't I couldn't have done like a pizza cutter to the dome or anything like that yeah I don't know if I could do that live yeah it's one thing seeing it on TV, you're removed, but like seeing it live, I don't know if I'd hang very well. I would like to see a few more things before we get into some light tubes and stuff. And then, Go for it. And then I'll yeah. work my way up. Um, <laughs> it's gradually get into deathmatch viewing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the show. That was fun. Um, it was an app. like to call anyone out to see if he uh, has <laughs> something to say for himself. <laughs> um never in a million years did I think that this would happen to me so like Effie and Matthew Justice are like hanging out by the merch table and this huge group of dudes is over there fawning over them rightfully so I just wanted a picture with fucking Effie honestly Matthew Justice could have stayed in the picture he had a bloody face it would have worked aesthetically for the photo but I was really just trying to get a picture with Effie. But so there's this huge like horde of dudes standing around and I'm sitting there waiting with my phone on camera mode. It's going to die. So I know I need to hurry the fuck up. So I'm standing there waiting my turn. Um, All these dudes crowd in for a picture. Matthew Justice makes eye contact with me and says patience is a virtue. And I rolled my eyes. I think the hardest I've ever rolled them. Like whatever, bud. I am waiting so the group of dudes disperses because the photo has been taken. I try, like, I try to roll in to get my photo now. And all the dudes line back up for another photo. Yeah. And then I'm like, guys, like, what the fuck? Like, it's my turn. What the hell? And then one of the dudes is like, oh, yeah, just take the picture. And I'm like, I'm not taking your group photo. I don't fucking know you. I'm not going to airdrop it to you. Like, get out of the way so I can get my goddamn picture. Like, you guys already just did this. And then the whole time, Matthew Justice is just, like, 
fucking with me shit talking you he straight was like okay Shawn michaels he called me Shawn michaels which i was like normally i'm fairly witty and i can rebuttal semi quickly yeah and decently like i can hold my own pretty hard but i was so taken aback by like the whole fucking scenario that i had no words finally ashley takes my phone and pushes me into the picture and he's still just sitting there calling me Shawn Michaels and then saying something about like, oh, you got to make everything about you. Or I don't even fully know what was said because I was just so infuriated by the whole thing. And then the minute Ashley takes the photo, my fucking phone dies and it didn't save. Uh, and I am so sorry because if I, I, okay. Effie has this thing that if he stares you in the eyes, it's like mesmerizing. And so <laughs> I, ha- I, looked Effie in the eyes and I was just mesmerized and I couldn't even I didn't know what space or time <laughs> was anymore um, and then for whatever I was thinking about it the next day we just walked away <laughs> yeah we just walked away didn't even think about it and I was like I honestly thought about that all the next day I was like why the fuck did we walk away because my phone died but I had my phone oh my god it wasn't going to happen anyways. I wasn't going to get the picture that I wanted. Oh, well, that's true. But we could have gone back. All those we could have, like, no, we could have gone back. We could have, like, done anything. Um. So, anyway, that's to say, Matthew Justice, we're calling you out. Um, <laughs> this is me calling you out. Amanda, she, she can call you out if she wants to. That's her own personal thing. I'm calling you out just to say, you ruined our picture. <laughs> You killed her phone, so you owe us a photo and a phone to not be dead. Also, <laughs> you need to come on and ask, and please explain why you think Amanda is Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and I, I mean, if I'm honest, I did do a lot of bitching about like wrestling fans that evening, just more so the wrestling dude fans. That's true. Because, like, we just, okay, so the dudes that were next to us most of the time that were, like, fun and we got lots of laughs watching them, like, they left during yeah. intermission. And then these huge fucking tall dudes came and stood right in front of us. And it was like, bro. Yeah, that was kind of rude. Like, come on, man. You guys could stand behind us and you would still see way more than anything me and Ashley would have seen. Yeah. And then, like going over to try to get the picture with Effie and dude and like all the fucking dudes are here and you want me to take your photo like dude if I had asked one of those dudes to take the picture of me with the wrestlers it would have been a fucking like oh no take a selfie like it would have been fucking it would have been a thing so I don't know it just I got very angry at male wrestling fans that night (laughs) yeah I think we were kind of over it we're like fuck these men yeah still calling Uh, out matthew justice (laughs) yeah it was just i don't know the whole thing could have gone down very differently yeah i don't there doesn't seem to be like the like bradley and i we were talking to bradley about this this whole like female camaraderie thing where it's like females to the front when you're at shows and stuff and like it's just known you let the females to the front because they can't see anything all the way in the back. Yeah, it's it's a definite different vibe at wrestling shows than it is 
yeah there is camaraderie because we're all wrestling fans but then there's also like a y'all are on your own yeah fuck y'all um yeah so I still want answers give me my answers um (laughs) you're more than welcome to come on the show though we'd love to yeah talk to us yeah talk shit on you and to you (laughs) yeah Matthew Justice come on the show and talk shit on me some more (laughs) um also we'll have a list of um theme music that entrance music that we think you should replace i have suggestions i just don't think like yeah i can't with that entrance music i know everybody loves it and i get it but i just don't think there's a place for it anymore and you i know that people are going to disagree with me which is totally fine you can disagree all you want your crew has so many different people in it too that you don't need a song made by a man who is like insanely racist so yeah no white power anthems babe please no white power anthems um yeah i was on such a high after that show i was i found an an, it's like rejuvenated my love of wrestling all i want to do is go see live wrestling now um sucks that covid's happening because you know, I immediately psychosomatically felt sick <laughs> like three days later. <laughs> um, but I did the responsible thing and I'm getting tested and I got tested too because I woke up today feeling like dog shit. Yeah. But it's also like we've had this horrible like cold spell in California and it's the holidays and Amanda works with kids and I work in a public setting. So yeah people are gross so we're around gross stuff all the time um yeah I fucking want to go to wrestling all the time it was it felt like home it felt like a place that I belong to and it made me really happy it's fucking phenomenal and we will be going to more yeah (laughs) anyway Uh that's gcw blood on the hills for you like an hour and a half long episode probably oh damn well we can close it out shirt orders are still up i might just leave them up till the new year honestly um we didn't get as many orders as i was hoping for so we'll see if leaving the and i understand like we kind of put it out at the worst time yeah um so who knows maybe maybe we'll leave it up till february (laughs) when everybody's fucking money's come back because they're not spending it on goddamn christmas presents seriously i don't know we'll see so you can get our merch at how to talk to your friend about wrestling.bigcartel.com and then you can find us on twitter at (laughs) httw pod or on instagram at how to talk wrestling pod yes so that's all the things I think we might make a TikTok soon. We'll see. Yeah, just because I've been coming up with really stupid TikToks and they're <laughs> um I think it's fun. And yeah, we'll be back soon. Thanks for letting us take a break. We really appreciated it. We Yeah. We needed it. The break is not forever. We will be coming back with a vengeance. Um so shit up. Yeah. Just kidding. It's like a what, two more weeks. Just chill. Yeah, like everybody calm down. Nobody's even freaking out other than Ryan. Ryan's the only one that freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) And it was only because I scared him because I said, okay, we're taking a break. Bye. It was pretty fun.
<laughs> so yeah, drink water, take care of each other, get tested if you don't feel good, just to rule it out. You never have, know. Yeah, have a good Christmas. Um, have a good holiday. Have a good everything. Um, if you don't celebrate, have a good Saturday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> have a good everything, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye. This has been a Countout Podcast. This has been a Countout Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews or everything in between we have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling whether it's past present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the shows. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.